You are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. Andy Wizard of Whiskey himself, Mr. Shanglock. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Look, for all you listen today, I'm not an idiot. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk presented by... Bet US here with your break from all the high resource five propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. And remember, life is back on sports betters and Bet US has your NCAA, NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800 792 3887. That's 879-BET-US. BET-US for 125% bonuses when you use our promo code. That's to the Top Talks promo code TTTT125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BET-US. You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. Joining me now, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Take it away, Jason. Greetings and salutations, boys. I'm uh, ready to get it going tonight. Just got my tailgate legend shirt in. Fits like a glove. Sipping on a little uh, gold rush. The good gold rush, not that poser gold rush from uh, up in Shane's neck of the woods. Um, And surrounded by my good friend, my good bobblehead friends here. So ready to get it going. And also the Wizard of Whiskey, Shane Lott. Oh, that was kind of a soft little thump tonight, but the whiskey pours nice and brown nonetheless. What's up, gentlemen? Drinking out of my – Jason's got his uh, Tailgate Legend shirt on. I'm drinking out of my brand-new Thump coffee mug. Ooh. I've got on my Hall 316 shirt. Well, nice. so if you're – What? You want to? <laughs> you want to be all merged up like us? You want to be all merged up like us? tpublic.com slash to the top talk, or you can go to jamieerrington.net slash to the top talk, and that'll have the links to BetUS, uh, tpublic, our merch site, as well as links to everywhere you can listen to the show. So, but you're listening right now, so that's kind of a uh, is that an oxymoron? I don't know what that is, but yeah, if you go check you, out you the know merch, where to site. find us. Yeah, but the merch that's come in, I really, I wasn't really sure what to expect, but everything has been really high quality. I've been impressed with what they've put out for us. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm wearing my t-shirt, my to the top talk t-shirt. Uh, it's a nice shirt. The foam mug's already been run through the dishwasher. It still has all its letters. Uh, I can vouch for it. We the can... mugs are really cool, man. I got one. Uh, I just got the standard to the top talk mug, but. It's, I think it's a little better quality than even I was expecting. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I saw uh, a couple of folks. Uh, Austin uh, Spikes had some uh, – um, he had stickers that he got. Um, and then Smitty right. Smitty got the baseball shirt, got the To the Top Talk baseball shirt, which yeah. looked, looked really sweet. Super nice. We got to ink him for some modeling gigs. He was looking good in that shirt. Absolutely. And I left like most of the colors up, so you can get it in whatever color you want. If you want like a a uh, for breast cancer awareness month, if you want a pink to the top talk shirt, be our guest. I really it's it's whatever you want. So there's all kind of stuff on there. There's flags, there's tapestries, there's stickers, there's buttons, there's masks, face masks. Now that you have to wear masks again, uh, there you can get masks. So we I'm still unsure of what a tapestry is. I don't I don't know either. Is that um, just is that like a tablecloth? It's, it's hanging wall art uh, in yeah. fabric form. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And you, I think you can get a flag on there. I don't know who's going to fly one of our flags, but if you, if you <laughs> are so inclined. If you want, if you, but if you have any merch ideas, anything you want to see, just, just let me know. And uh, if it'll sell, I don't mind slinging it out there as long as it's not too goofy. But, uh, Dog yeah, outfits. I'm, I'm uh, my mind went darker, but uh, <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, I can see some strange requests floating in. Uh, good luck uh, getting those branded, James. They, they will be vetted. I'm still waiting for our Hall 316 shirts to be taken down, but Vince McMahon has not discovered them yet, so we are still in the clear. Uh, um, so we, before we get to the Southern Miss news, and this is kind of Southern Miss news, we've been hinting at this for a while now. There is a new beer in the Hub City, courtesy of our friends at Southern Prohibition. It is a Southern Miss-themed beer, and it is called Gold Rush. They released it over the weekend at the brewery as well as the concert they had uh, outdoors downtown on Saturday night. I was able to go down there, do a quick little taste test, and pick up a four-pack. And I got to tell you guys, I mean, I'm not saying this because it's Southern Miss branded, but I was impressed. I don't know what I was expecting, but I got it, and it is a good, golden, as it says on the can, American lager. The can is not too shabby either. And and you guys pointed something out to me earlier uh, when we were talking on a text thread <clears throat> that in the background of the can you had the peat on there. And I didn't even notice that there was anything in the background because I think I got it from the uh, brewery and then we went straight over to that concert you're talking about at uh, Summer Tunes. So it was dark outside. Maybe I just didn't look. But I have the rock. So you guys have the peat. I wonder if anybody's got the basketball, RGC. Anybody's got the, the anybody get the volleyball facility or the pain center or Nick's Ice House or <laughs> <laughs> on fire on fire. Oh man, that was so sad. Terribly sad. What I'm, an interesting I, place for anybody that that never went in there. I mean, the diviest of dive bars, but cool little spot. The the two coolest things to me about Nick's were. Uh, the bar stools were toilets, and when you went into the men's restroom, the urinal was just <laughs> like a keg cut in half with ice in it. Yes. <laughs> I, I got to be and, honest. I was surprised. Uh, I thought that Nick's Ice House was petrified. Like, I thought that it was like <laughs> – so it's well, kind you of know, um, Jamie, I can't remember the com- the comic's name right now, but you brought a comic in Chris – Fran- Chris, Frang- Chris Frangiola. That was like on Chris's right. – that list of things to do to go to Nick's ice house. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. He said he Googled dive bars. Like, well, like he was doing this big tour where instead of doing like theaters and all that, he's just going to these, these little bitty places. So he played sidelines that night. Yeah. I was and there. I, and, okay. Yeah. And remember he, he said, uh, that he was going to go to a dive bar. And then Jamie said after the show, <laughs> you know, I don't know if he texted you or you saw it on Twitter or what or whatnot, but, um, it was a picture of him and some other people sitting on the uh, toilet seats at the bar. Now, he was there's stoked, a dude from Hollywood, man. you know, like, and that's just, that's where he picked the guy. Yeah, that's why when Jamie said who he took there, I was like, out of all the comedians that Jamie's brought to, to uh, Hattiesburg, it's the L.A. guy that went to uh, Nick's Ice House. Oh, he, he <laughs> loved it. And, and what a good dude, dude, man. Fr- Franchola, man, he did my other podcast. I mean, he's somebody that's kept in touch, just an awesome guy. And that's oh, really he's cool hilarious, to check it out. Um, So the Gold Rush it was like I said, it was released over the weekends. It should be trickling into the local retailers this week. I would check your, you know, your Keith Superstores, your, um, you know, I guess your grocery stores. But also, it will be. I know it's going to be at Keg and Barrel. Let me pull up the tweet real quick because Keg and Barrel mugshots glory bound. Bam! There you go. Okay, yeah, you there pulling? you go. Yeah, Which I've got it. Which tweet are you pulling up? I've Brad, got Brad, Brad Smith. Smith. He says it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be in select locations throughout the Pine Belt in restaurants like Keg and Barrel, Glory Bound, and Mugshots, and in retail at Keith Superstore and Corner Market. So if you want to pick some up or if you want to give it a try, that's where I would start outside well, of I, the brewery itself. I also have a tweet pulled up because I thought that you're gonna ask us our thoughts on the beer, which I guess you kind of just did. <clears throat> but every time I started to think about how I wanted to characterize the beer, I don't think I could put it any better. Than our good friend Jim Cole did. So I have yes. that tweet pulled up. Did you guys see that? I did. Okay, so I'm just going to read it out. Uh, you guys can follow Jim Cole at Jim Cole on Twitter. Um, so it says, first pour on Sunday evening. Solid beer, very on brand, nothing flashy. Gets the job done. Will probably be underrated, yet surprise some. Should pair well with crawfish or steak. Not too light for the winter, not too heavy for the summer. A blue collar beer in a black and gold can. <laughs> so, you know, 
uh, no way I could top that. Um, so I just thought well, I'd read Jim's tweet. Those communications professionals have a way with words, and Jim Cole uses his so pretty. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, what he did that day. <laughs> and we can't we can't talk about Gold Rush without talking about another Gold Rush that magically arose from the ashes of Charlotte, North Carolina this past week. Uh, so Cabarrus, I believe I'm saying that correctly, Cabarrus Brewing Company in Concord, North Carolina, is producing a Charlotte 49er beer called Gold Rush. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I got to be honest, though. I mean, it they the can is kind of goofy. I think SoPro knocked it out of the park with the beer and the can itself. But for me to have an opinion, I'm really going to have to try both. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I, I've got some beer folks in Charlotte. I, I can get some secured uh, whenever it drops. Um, yeah, I mean, this, it's a brewery that Concord's a northern uh, Charlotte suburb. The university kind of sits on the north side of the city, uh, so it's pretty close there. I mean, they, they make decent beer. It's nothing great. Um, um, I don't, uh, unlike you two, since I'm a little bit further away, my beer has been secured for me, but it probably won't be here until this weekend. Uh, so by the time we record again, I'll be able to chime in on this conversation. But, um, you know, I, I got faith that Ben Green and his crew, uh, made a solid beer in that style. I, I, I got my money on SoPro's Gold Rush. I definitely have our money on the can design. Oh, I'm for sure. This, I'm looking at this cartoon-looking thing, and and don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not like you you can't see the leap that they took to get to call it the exact same thing, Gold Rush with the 49ers. But uh, anyway, I think our can looks better. Um, I think our beer is solid, and I have not tried their beer. And I, dude, I love all these colleges coming up with beers, and I kind of liked it. Not only was, to my knowledge, I mean, Southern Miss is one of the first and maybe the first. Um, you know, to well, I know it was the first in the state of Mississippi to to allow beer sales, and everybody else just kind of followed along. And you're seeing somebody else pop up, you know, around the country almost on a weekly basis. And now they're going to serve beer. We're like, hey, you can thank our boy McLean for that. <laughs> um, um, South Alabama has their own beer. Uh, yeah. So next Tulane week, does. There's several schools up here in North Carolina do. Uh, New Belgium out of Asheville. Uh, did a beer with NC State uh, a couple of years ago. It's uh, Tuffy, I think it is. It's their wolf, uh, like the cartoon wolf logo, but it's a solid beer. Uh, App State's had their own beer for a couple of years now. Uh, I'm, I'm with Jason. I think it's a cool thing. Um, I mean, people are drinking beer at Tailgate. You might as well show some school spirit, support a local brewery all mm-hmm. at the same time. And this will be and, this, ours will be available at The Rock. Anheuser-Busch has enough money. <laughs> the, the, they they don't need any more of your money. It's fine if you drink this for football season. Uh, you can go back to Bud Light later. Well, now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk a little Southern Miss athletics. This is the tough thing. We were talking about this earlier, and we're, we've, we're scheduled to have a, a great guest next week to talk Southern Miss football to give you a little more of an insight. Um, but it's you know it's really been tough with the way things have gone as far as COVID. You know, so last week. Will Hall was scheduled to have his tour stop in Hattiesburg on campus, but uh, they had, they moved it outdoors because of everything going on with COVID, which was a good idea. But right when it was going to happen, the bottom fell out and it mm-hmm. rained like right during that time. It was like, <laughs> and then like an hour or so later, it was like cleared up. So like just right, right when we were getting ready to do it, it's like, oh, it's gonna, bottom's going to fall out. It's going to rain for probably about two hours. And then it was, it was dry, so um, it, it's, it just wasn't meant to be, boys. Uh, the the good Lord intervened and said, "Look, you you guys have been parading this man around the <laughs> southeastern United States for three months now, and making him recruit and coach football. Give him a break. Let him go home see his family." Yeah, so he got to go home and see his family. I guess where he got to go to patio with his wife. I don't know. He he was uh, we we missed it. So it's been a little tougher to gauge things, but. You know, our friends at Golden Eagle Pride, at Big Gold Nation, at the Student Prince, uh, been doing a great job with their coverage. So if you want to keep up with the coverage itself outside of the Southern Miss Athletics channels, uh, those are three great um, 
resources to keep up with the Golden Eagles. But the big story from the second scrimmage, which took place uh, this past weekend, big story, Frank Gore Jr. rushing for 164 yards on 16 carries, two touchdowns on the ground, also had three ca- three receptions for 36 yards, and one of those was a 21-yard touchdown reception. So it was the Frank Gore show. What is that? 185 total yards of offense. Um, that's on 19 touches. So really solid day from Frank Gore. Now keep in mind in this scrimmage, there were three of the normal defensive linemen, uh, of your, your first string defensive linemen were out. And the offensive line was able to just have their way with everybody else. Um, you know, we've, we've had some, in, some injuries on the line. Some guys are, are getting held out. Nothing too serious. As a matter of fact, some players have come back today, but, um, that being said, still impressive for Frank Gore Jr. to put up that kind of a performance in a scrimmage. So weird this time of year because, you know, when you hear about that, on one hand, wow, our offense is going to be great. And on the other hand, like, God, we can't stop anybody, <laughs> you know. Um, the good thing about this offseason to me uh, so far has been that it's, it's one day the defense shines, uh, one day the offense shines. So I think that's good. If I'm Coach Hall, I probably prefer to see that instead of it be one-sided one way or the other all the time. Um, but, yeah, Frank Gore, and this is another freshman season, right? It's, it's like all of last year's stats. Bonus um, stats. Yeah. It, it, it's it's like hitting – it's like being able to tee off, you know, in some of those tournaments where they say, like, you pay five bucks at a five iron, you're hitting zero from wherever that lands. So he's just got to – you know, it's, it's like he had an entire practice season. Um Got to, you know, get his feet wet and and he's, you know, he came in polished already, so he's doing nothing but getting better. He's put on that ten pounds of muscle or whatever it was, and you know, I'm sure glad he's here. He's he seems like I, I know he's listed as a freshman and technically been here for his second year, but uh, just every time you see him do stuff or say stuff or anything, he seems like a senior already. So I'm sure glad we got him, and uh, I can't wait to watch him play. Likewise, yeah, kids, kids a pro. I mean, look at who his dad is, who, you know, who he's grown up around. Uh, his dad's been in the NFL longer than some of our listeners have been alive. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, and just a rock solid dude with a, with a hall of fame career. Uh, so, uh, not, you know, that not saying that that's the way that, you know, everybody raised in that situation turns out, you know, sometimes you, you know, uh, famous people's kids uh, with money and, and all that attention go a little crazy. And on the flip side of that, you got Frank Jr. Uh, that seems to, like uh, Jason said, he's one of the leaders on the team as as a, you know, second-year freshman. Uh, and by all accounts, just comes to work every day as a professional. So uh, bright future ahead of him. Uh, I'm sure glad he ended up in the black and gold. Most definitely. And, you know, like I said, there there is some concern there with the defensive line, given the depth there. We, we don't have a lot of depth. Uh, you know, feel good about our first string. But with them being out the other day, the uh, the offense was pretty much able to have its way. So um, definitely something to keep an eye on. Darius Mayberry, also on the ground, rushed for 131 yards on 12 carries. So you look at this. So you've got Darius Mayberry, 131 yards on 12 carries. That is what? That's probably about 11 yards a carry. You've got Gore, who had 16 carries for 164 yards. That's 10 yards a carry. You had Ty Keys at quarterback, who had 12 rushes for 114 yards and uh, two touchdowns. Um, and that's almost, that's just about 10 yards a carry. So you've got guys that are averaging. I guess if you average that out, that probably would be around 10 yards of carry between those three. I don't know about the rest of them, but that is a serious upgrade in what we've been able to do on the ground the past few years. Yeah. Yeah. The size of our starting and almost too deep, well, really too deep O-line, gigantic human beings. And that's, I mean, for – a few seasons, they, they kind of came on there at the la, uh, end of last season, which was so chaotic. But 
for the last few seasons, an offensive line's kind of been a problem. But now those guys are older, have been battle tested because they got thrown into the fire and they're seasoned giant senior players and junior players. And uh, it's going to be exciting to watch those guys go to work. Yeah, there we go with another one. Number two. Yeah. And, you know, we, we were wondering about that offensive line uh, in the entire offseason. I mean, losing Louis Paul Smith and Clopton, um, you know, we had to add We did add the pieces. And so far, it looks like we're they're living up to the bill. Yeah. In that scrimmage show, I mean, I, I know Jamie touched on it. We did have three, you know, first string defensive linemen out, too. And with our depth issues there, uh, that didn't help with the amount of rushing yards we gave up. So you got to factor that in when you kind of look at the numbers, but uh, a a positive for sure. On the, uh, well, and also Trey Lowe threw for 133 yards, 11 of 19 uh, passing. So I don't think that was a day they, they went through there. I think they're trying to get the run game established. And why would you throw if you're running for about 10 yards a carry? Um, As we saw, want to see the Trey Lowe show. Well, we well we saw Will Hall last year and what he would do yes. when he gets yeah. when he if he has the opportunity to run the ball and run it down your throat he's going to do that so mm-hmm. he did not waste any time um, on the defensive side of the ball uh, Josh Carr enjoyed his second pick of the preseason in the scrimmage and Josh Carr is a defensive lineman transfer from Southeastern Louisiana and uh, somebody that seems like he's starting to um, make his present be, presence be felt on the Nasty Bunch defense. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that guy as of like maybe three weeks ago. And then you start seeing his name pop up and, you know, after practice reports. And then you're like, who is this guy? Oh, he's a transfer from southeastern Louisiana. What was his connection? Was uh, was Armstrong a coach of his in the past? I, uh, I believe that's the connection. It's No, it was, uh, oh, it was the D-line coach. It was okay. um, uh, shoot. I'm gonna have to figure that out. But yeah, it's a D, it's a D line coach, uh, coached him at Southeastern Louisiana. Gotcha. So, All right. Yeah. It, well, I mean, he obviously vouched for the kid and said he could play, and uh, it seems to be that uh, he's going to be a big addition to the team just with the the havoc he's caused in the last couple of weeks of fall camp. Brand uh. Yeah, Brandon Lacey. He was at Coach uh, Lacey. Yeah. yeah, Lacey was there. So that's the uh, that's the connection. Uh, Deshaun Crawford had two tackles for loss. Uh, Chantrell Latham, uh, Chantrell Latham had uh, had a sack. There were five sacks on the day. So that is uh, kind of the breakdown from the scrimmage. So we're going to finish out practice this week, and you know, starting on Monday, you'll be in game week mode. So. Is, we're getting close. We're 10 days away now, if I'm not mistaken. I think today is 11. By the time this comes out, it will be 10, I think, because the, today was uh, Sherrod Gideon Day. That's true. Well, yeah. I, I think I, I – so I saw the countdown. I saw the countdown somewhere, and the countdown, like 10 days and some hours. So that's probably Oh, what yeah. Well, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, those hours are technically part of the 11th day. Correct. Correct. Because You're anything, to me. anything over 10 would still be part of the 11th day. When you get down to 10 and zero and bump into nine, then you're in the 10th hour. <laughs> other, uh, other Southern Miss related news this week. Former Southern Miss running back Travinsky Mosley announced via Instagram that he is transferring to Grambling State. So we will get to see Travinsky in action on the second game of the year, the first game back at the Rock on September the 11th. I always liked watching him play. You know, yeah. kind of. I, I kind of hate that he's gone. Um, he had a little Alvin Kamara thing going on there. I thought uh, I, I'm I'm glad that he's going to be a grambling just for him personally. I'm, gl- I'm glad he's still playing football. I'm also glad that he didn't go to somebody like Louisiana Tech, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I think he's a stud. Um, yeah. So I wish him all the best. You know, I'd be, I hope he runs for 150 and we win by 40 is what I hope for that second game. Yeah, I, I feel the same. I, I 
thought he showed flashes of being a heck of a player. Uh, I hate that he's not here anymore. Appreciate his time here. Uh, he, I have no idea, you know, what went on, what caused the separation there, but best of luck to him. Um, see him week two and best of luck the rest of the season. Yeah, there were some, uh, you know, after his injury, I guess, what was it uh, against all, I believe it was against Alcorn two years ago. He never really fully recovered from that, but there were some, he never was really fully committed to football after that point. Gotcha. And I think it just kind of showed. And then last year opted out. And I don't know the story with him and Coach Hall because, you know, it was announced that he was not entering the portal. And then, you know, now he is. And so I don't, I don't really know the full story with that. But hey, wish him the best. Um, definitely feel good about who we've got running the ball now. And, uh, yeah. Hope he's able to shine it at Grambling State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we got three monsters, uh, it seems. I'm excited to see them get turned loose. The M Club Hall of Fame 2021 class was also announced. Now, usually they have the induction ceremony in the fall, but it has been postponed due to concerns related to COVID-19, and it will be moved to spring 2022. But this year's class includes... Austin Davis, who you know, he played football here from 08 to 2011. Latrell Pollard played linebacker here 94 to 97. Trey Sutton, uh, God, what was Trey? Second base? Mm-hmm. 05 to 08. Then All-time Gerald, leading uh, hitter at uh, USM. Trey Sutton is? Yep. Yeah. All-time hits leader. Uh, yeah, heck of a player. Well-deserved. No one- Knowing the guy personally, it's really hard to believe he's as good at baseball as as he was. Um, <laughs> and a and a heck of a coach now too. It's just like uh, I, I love you, Sut. I do. But uh, yeah, and you don't come off as being the the super baseball legend and and state title winning baseball coach in, in first impressions. Don't mean that in any negative way. I do love you. Then we've got Gerald McGrath, 05 to 08, played linebacker here at Southern Miss. And then, uh, now he's made his return to the coaching staff, but Chad Williams played safety here 98 to 01. So you've got Austin Davis, Latrell Pollard, Trey Sutton, Gerald McGrath, and Chad Williams. It's a pretty solid lineup for the Hall of Fame class. Yes. Goodness gracious. How do you, I'm not going to get suckered into trying to rank the one through five there, but I would no. have a really, really, really tough time putting anybody anywhere other than one. You know, well, I mean, I know it is a hall of me wrong, but I mean, that's solid right there, dude. That is a solid class. Uh, Absolutely. You, you know, it's a good class when you look at the list and you're like, how are all of these people not members already? <laughs> right. That's a great point. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a I wonder if like in Austin's case, I wonder how long you have to be out of school before you get before you're eligible. Like, I wonder yeah, if it's Austin like 10 years. Well, Sutton was 08. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the math behind what happened the past three years, but well, how many do they? Old. How many do they induct annually? Is it always like five? It, I feel like it's about five or six usually. I I know it's about five. It may be five or six. I don't know. I haven't gone hmm. to a, I haven't gone to a ceremony in quite some time, but uh, but all all you you you. Definitely can make a case for all five of these uh, players to be inducted. I mean, all of them were uh, amazing at their respective positions and definitely worthy of the honor. So, and that's all a- still uh, still involved in the sport that they played, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know Austin's still with Seattle. Yeah. Um, so that's got Wes Jones. I think is is, right? is is Latrell at Jones? I can't remember. He's still coaching. Yeah, uh, I think Gerald's coaching. G-Mac the is uh, still involved in some way, and of course Chad's here. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great, great lineup. Hmm. All right, let's uh, let's show us a lot of Bet US again. Bet with the three decade leader Bet US. Join now with a 125 percent bonus by using our promo code TTTT125. Or if you're going to pay with crypto, you get a 200 percent bonus by using our promo code TTTT. 200 bet sports casino horses pop culture and more at betus.com you bet you win you get paid bet us speaking of 
bets. So if you want to go place a bet right now, if you want to bet on the Golden Eagles, you've got a couple of options. We'll just mention these two. Southern Miss currently a one and a half point favorite versus South Alabama. So if you feel like the Golden Eagles have the edge there, uh, you know, go sign up at BetUS, TTT, T, one, two, five. I have to count my T's. There's four T's and one, two, five. Go sign up at BetUS and, and put your money down either way you go. The over-under in this game is 55, which I think is an interesting number because that's what? If you – that's like a 24 to 21 score. Hmm. And I don't really know what to expect with, you know, the new coaching staffs on both of these teams. I don't know, you know, how explosive the offense is going to be. But um, 21 – In this day and age, that seems like a low number. Does it not? It does. No, it absolutely does. Hmm. It absolutely does. And, you know, uh, uh, Womack is, is a defensive guy. Sure. So, you know, what are they are they expecting? I don't know. It's 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 interesting. It's interesting to see how these things play out sometimes. But you know what I'm expecting? What's that? Eags a lot, Jags a little. (laughs) We'll take it. Yes, we'll take. I'll take one more than they got. I mean, I'll take that. Yeah. But what I'm expecting to see is Eags a lot, Jags a little. So like 52 to three. Yeah. Oh, look, like like. like, (laughs) You know, midway through the third quarter or the beginning of the fourth quarter, I don't want to be sitting there biting my fingernails. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I want to I want to be comfortable at that point. <laughs> You're a Southern Miss fan, Bailey. Uh, <laughs> if if you don't want to be sitting there at the end of the game, chewing every one of your fingernails off, uh, having a I'm coming to see you, Elizabeth moment. Uh, then, uh, you know, if you're not a real Eagle fan, you, you, you need the adrenaline rush of almost dying every game. I another either that or some uh, high octane gummies. <laughs> a another little uh, Southern Miss moment for many fans this week, and if you have not received your season tickets yet, you should be receiving receiving them soon. But season tickets, the emails started going out this week. You're able to get your tickets and download them. It used to be a big treat to you know get your tickets in the mail, get the paper copy, but it is exciting. Getting that email and being able to download those tickets to your phone as well. Cost savings too, man. We can pump that money into something more than sending paper tickets. It, it yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, <laughs> I, I don't like the way we do it now at all. I get it. Um, and the football doesn't bother me as much as baseball because so many games, man. I had three different emails I had to look up every single time, and and I, I, I still completely understand. But there's also something like getting those tickets in the mail and you open them up, like. What do they smell like? What are, what do they got on the front of these things? Uh, you know, I was that dude that did that every single year, and I'm ready to get back to it. Um, so hopefully, hopefully next year. <laughs> I realize it's not going to happen this year, but maybe next year we can get back to the good old days. Well, maybe the milkman will start bringing them to you. <laughs> right, right. Maybe. You the, know, yeah. my dad. My, my dad was a milkman. No, really. Wayne Bailey was yeah. a, a milkman. Yeah, I mean, drove the truck, bro. Like I, my mom uh, was like, uh, you know, carrying me at the time, and she says she used to go on milk runs with him. No so, lie. so okay, was this like Dairy Fresh? Like he was delivering cartons, or was this like he was delivering? Borden. Okay, Borden. Borden was the company, and was he no, dropping I think he milk went, off I think he went and got doors? the yes, like got the jugs, uh, like dropped them off and picked up the other ones and took them back to the truck. He says that's how he got such big forearms. I don't know. Oh, that's one way to do it. <laughs> that's one way to do it. Uh, oh, and my, my great-grandfather worked for Borden, so I wonder if he worked for my great-grandfather. Hmm. We'll have to have that conversation at the tailgate. Hopefully. Hopefully the tailgate. Yeah, I need to know more about this now. We, I need details. Well, hold on. Let's be clear about this. I need milk route details explained. Uh yeah. It was in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Yep. Did, did he deliver Borden to um, Morgan Freeman? Uh, I don't know. You, you know, what's weird about Clarksdale, and especially with my dad, you know, my dad's been a musician for years, been in just tons of different bands, uh, played all over the place. And just, you know, and really here lately, this whole Crossroads thing has popped up, right? Where with 
uh, Robert Johnson and and my dad grew up in Clarksdale and never knew about it, right? So um, it was, I mean we, he had heard of the 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 legend, the stories, the myth, and all that, but as far as like where it actually happened, I mean there's there's a there's a marker now um, where this went down and being from that, I think it's just something just kind of conjured up, but neat nonetheless. That yeah. story is 100% true, Jason. Don't you take that away from me. <laughs> <laughs> also, NFL news this week, uh, former Golden Eagle running back Ito Smith was signed by the Minnesota Vikings. So congratulations to Ito. Most recently, he was with the Arizona Cardinals, um, got cut. They had uh, their one of their top running backs, James Conner, was out, I believe, due to COVID protocol when they signed Ito. So Ito now with the Minnesota Vikings. We've had quite a few Golden Eagles on the Vikings team the past past wow. It's, it's been a, it's been a while. It seems like we always have at least one or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we got two. Now we got two. Most definitely. They're Shane, Vikings. do you have any Shane? Do you have any Golden Eagle soccer news this week? I do, I do. I've got some soccer news for us. Uh, football is is not the only thing to talk about these days. Uh, now that the fall semester is getting into swing, uh, we got sports kicking up. But uh, soccer started their their regular season uh, this past week. Uh, but before we get into last week's results, uh, uh, graduate student Ariel Diaz uh, Diaz was voted uh, Conference USA preseason offensive player of the year by the league's head coaches. Um, uh, not too long ago, since the soccer season was delayed, uh, we remember her being voted the offensive player of the year, not the preseason offensive player of the year last season. So, uh, since she's back, she retained that honor going into this season. And, uh, you know, it was an exciting time to follow the Lady Eagles as that season wound down, wound down. And, uh, uh, you know, yeah. So, uh, high hopes for this year. Uh, hoping we can keep it going. Uh, so we got off to uh, regular season soccer last Thursday. Uh, the Lady Eagles fell to LSU, un- unfortunately, two to one. Uh, LSU took the lead with seconds left in the first half. Uh, they made a substitution. Uh, the girl came in and almost immediately scored a goal. It was pretty wild. Uh, I know our buddy Chad Dickens was watching that game. He was tweeting about it uh, as it was on. Uh, TV. It was good to be able to watch that on TV. But um, uh, Blessing Kingsley uh, scored our goal goal in the 63rd minute. Uh, so it was tie soccer until almost the end of regulation time. Uh, LSU took the lead in the 84th minute and and held on to win that one two to one. So Lady Eagles returned to action on Sunday. Uh, got the win in extra time, one to zero over Grambling. Uh, low score, one to zero extra time win. Uh, freshman Ryan Smith scored in extra time to get that. That's her first goal as a, a Golden Eagle. Uh, but that score doesn't really reflect the stats of the game. The, the Lady Eagles kind of dominated the game offensively. Uh, they had a 16 to four advantage on shots and a nine to one advantage on shots on goals. So, uh, it, it just took a little while longer than we would like for one of those to find the back of the net. Uh, but the Lady Eagles pulled out the win. They are now sitting at one and one on the season. Uh, next, uh, this Thursday, August the 26th, they are hosting Nichols State at the Southern Miss Soccer Complex. That matches at five o'clock. Uh, and then they'll follow that up with a match Sunday at Alabama at one. Awesome. That's, uh, yeah, that's uh, up to date on soccer. Uh, Jason, did you have a, a golf happening for the week? Yeah, so uh, former USM female golfer uh, Vale Hot Hot. Not exactly sure how to say that. H A U P T. How do you say that? Hot. Sure. Vale Hot. Uh, we anyways, know my she's struggles in, with name pronunciation. Let's not come to me for help with yeah, that. Yeah, it, it seems like I would have went over this before right now. But, help. Uh, I think it's helped. Helped. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, um, so she's really good at golfing, and she is in Q school right now. It's, it's qualifying school for the uh, LPGA Tour, um, and she finished inside the top 95 and is, has advanced to the next stage of uh, Q school. So that's really cool. It's really hard to do. Um, you know, hardly anybody gets through this every year. And, you, you know, sometimes you even play, like, more 
rounds than a, than a normal four round tournament. So it's super tough, man. I, I wish her all the best. Um, she's uh, she's got a shot, right? She made it to that next round, so hopefully she can get. Uh, so hopefully we watch her on uh, TV before you know it. Granted, she's not drinking heavily, probably uh, like <laughs> I do when I play golf. But do you know how exhausted you are after 18 holes of golf and drinking? Uh, can you imagine just you know, playing more than four rounds of golf four days in a row? Right. You die. Yeah, that that's is the thing, nice. man. I don't know how these guys put it together. And ask our good friend uh, Appion how that all goes down. Shane, what about volleyball? Yeah, so volleyball regular season has not started, but the Lady Eagles are looking to improve on last season's nine and ten and four and eight in Conference USA record. Uh, they did have an exhibition match uh, against Mississippi State there in the Wellness Center in Hattiesburg. Uh, they fell three to one, although it was a very close uh, match. Uh, first set, the Lady Eagles took twenty five twenty three and then fell twenty one twenty five. 1925 and 2225 respectively. Uh, so, uh, you know, right there till the end and, and all of those, uh, hard fought. Unfortunately, the Lady Eagles did not come out, but it was an exhibition game to get geared up for the season. So the Lady Eagles are hosting, uh, the Southern Miss Classic number one because there will be a Southern Miss Classic number two coming on down the road further into the season. Uh, but that is Friday and Saturday this week. Uh, that's August 27th and 28th. Uh, the other teams will be in action, uh, at other times, but the Lady Eagles, uh, start the tournament versus Mississippi Valley State University Friday, August 27th at three. Uh, then their next game is against USC Upstate at 5.30 and then Southern Illinois University at 7.30. And then, uh, Saturday, August 28th, they follow that up with a match against USC Upstate at noon and you la la at five o'clock. Um, yeah, so Lady Eagle volleyball about to be underway. That'll bring us uh, uh, football, volleyball, and soccer to talk about. Do you guys have any shout-outs? Uh, I do have some shout-outs. Uh, number one, I want to give a shout-out to uh, a former USM football player, Dylan Rita. Uh, he is actually training to become uh, a part of the United States bobsled team. Um, he's been up in Lake Placid doing that thing. And if you, anybody follows him on Twitter or Facebook, uh, you, you see these, these workout videos he's been putting out for a while. He's really been getting after it and uh, hope that he makes that team because that would just be super cool. Um, also, I, want, I got a few shout outs. I want to give a shout out to Missy McGee, a local state representative. Saw her down at Summer Tombs. Uh, she's a big USM supporter and just a really cool lady. So I wanted to give her a shout out. Um I also saw Kevin Rogers and his entire family down at Summer Tunes. He was rocking a uh, To the Top Talk shirt, the black one. Um, nice. Very cool. Uh, from, from the OG black one, right? Not this, not, this, not, not the latest one. Um, so rocking that, it was really cool. Uh, shout out to my son, Jack. Just turned five years old this past weekend, so that was really cool. Got, got a little bowling in. And, um, and the last shout out I wanted to give uh, was to our good buddy, Steve Farmer. He's the guy that's over the uh, North Shore Eagles alumni group down there um, in, on North Shore uh, uh, in New Orleans. And they are doing a, uh, a meetup, this uh, block party this weekend at the Siler Bar at the Columbia Street Tap Room. Um, it's this Friday, the 27th, I believe that would be. Um, so if anybody lives around there and wants to go to the uh, the meeting or the uh, meetup that they're having, uh, just hit up Steve or hit up the uh, North Shore Eagles alumni page and uh, go do that thing. Shane, what about you? Uh, earlier in the program, I like to use that word because I'm an old white man. Uh, you mentioned good media sources to follow news for Southern Miss, including Big Gold Nation, Golden Eagle Pride, uh, things along those lines. Somebody that didn't get mentioned there was, uh, again, I'm wonderful at names, but I'm pretty sure uh, Andrew Abate. Our, yeah, our body, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Pine Belt Sports, uh, he he does a good job with Golden Eagle coverage too. Uh, worth a follow, uh, Pine Belt Sports and his personal account on Twitter uh, to get some good articles. And uh, Andrew, uh, if I butchered your last name, which I, I said it twice, two times differently, I'm sure I did. I apologize. Correct me. You know, I've um, always gone Abity. 
Abity. Yeah, it may be. Uh, so, hey, Andrew, would you chime in and give us proper pronunciation? Because <laughs> I appreciate your work. You do good stuff, man. And uh, I don't want to butcher your name anymore. Also, if your last name is Haupt, that would also be uh, <laughs> welcome. I figured Andrew may actually listen to us. Uh, I doubt she does. I don't blame her. Yeah. I've got some shout outs. So I want to give a shout out to our friends at Southern Prohibition for making this delicious beer and Brad Smith for collaborating on this and, and helping to, to make this happen. It's a really, really cool thing for the Southern Miss fan base. And I also want to give us, now we're recording this Tuesday night. What is this? Tuesday, August the 24th. 24th. I want to give a shout out to someone who is having a big birthday tomorrow, August the 25th, Mr. Shane Lott. Happy what? birthday, Shane. Yeah, I hit the big 4-0 tomorrow, boys. Join in the club. Wow. I remember yeah. that day. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing about this is that uh, two days ago, uh, my daughter Evie is, is two and a half, and we're going through potty training. And I'm trying to get her to go to the potty. And I'm sitting on the floor in front of the toilet as a two and a half year old screams <laughs> and just reevaluating life decisions, uh, <laughs> wishing that I could thump at the time. But uh, it was upstairs. We were downstairs. But so I, I give in. I'm like, all right, kid, you don't have to sit on the toilet anymore. Let's get off and put your pants on. So she's still having a mental breakdown and losing it. So I go to stand up from sitting on the floor and I forget that I am almost 40 and uh, that I drink a lot. And so I'm holding her in my right arm and she's, you know, 35 ish pounds at this point in her life. And I lean back on my left and, and press up to go off the ground and a muscle in my back popped. And I've been dealing with that for the last couple of days and, and nothing is a better reminder turning 40 about that life is cruel and I'm falling apart and I need to start exercising uh, instead of just wasting away than mm. barely being able to move going into my 40th birthday. Wow, man, dude, I throw my back <laughs> oh, out about goodness. once a month, dude. It's, it's like it comes with the territory now, I guess. It's just going to happen. Yeah, but we're I can tell the story about why I do mine. We don't need to air your and the lovely Melissa's personal information about how your back always gets hurt. Um, your extracurricular activities are not public domain. Um, to be to be to be to be fair, I, I jacked my back up trying to do sit-ups like Floyd Mayweather. That's really how I did it back when I back in the old uh, pearl boxing club days. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I do want to add one more shout out uh, that I, I didn't mention earlier, but uh, Mr. Mark Doliak uh, su secured me some some gold rush today. And so I appreciate you, sir, as always, buddy. Go check out the merch again. We've been impressed. If you if you have anything you want to see, let me know. We'll we'll discuss. Uh, but I think we've got a pretty solid selection out right now. I've got some affiliate links to some Hattiesburg merch on there as well. So go check it out. Tpublic.com slash to the top talk or jamierington.net slash to the top talk. Well, I guess we've gotten to the end of the show, so we probably need to do this ticket giveaway. I thought you had forgotten. No, yeah, I've I got it. Actually, it was on, on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I, I was waiting. Like, hold like, up, dude. Yes, I was waiting to interject. If if you do not follow USM Voice on Twitter, go follow USM Voice on Twitter. You probably and already you didn't do. win these tickets. Then, then, yeah, then <laughs> if you don't, you didn't win these tickets. Uh, just an amazing guy, amazing Southern Miss fan, does a great job promoting the black and gold. He's got 19.2 thousand followers on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So you, you probably, I mean, that's more than we had at the games last year. So you probably <laughs> do. That's probably more than we had at all the games combined last year. Yeah. Uh, so he, he does a really great job promoting the university. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've talked about things in the past and we, uh, he hit us up. He's, he bought these tickets. He's collaborating with us, wanted to help get the word out about the Golden Eagles and kind of get some excitement going. So without any further ado, the random winner of our ticket giveaway is at Marty Wyndham. So congratulations, Marty Wyndham. Yeah. You ha you are the winner of two – I believe it's on the 30-yard line, two 30-yard mm -hmm. line yeah. tickets this football season. So we will be getting in touch with you and um, making the arrangements for you to get those tickets. So congratulations, Marty Wyndham. Hope you enjoy them. Come by the tailgate. Come see us. Come say hey. Um, 
but congratulations, you yeah, are. But, yeah, you need to put out a pick from uh, from your from your seats there in the rock. Let everybody yeah, know. Yeah, you know, let me know what, like, yeah. what it's like. Yeah, yeah, he he's on the home side, right over there around the 30-yard line, so I'd be like just to our left. In fact, wave at us, Marty. Just give us a big old wave. <laughs> yeah, those are great seats. I mean, especially to get a pair of them for free. That's very kind of USM Voice to do that on top of the awesome content that he produces all the time. Uh, but, yeah, congratulations, Marty. So I, I think we gave – congratulations, Marty. You know, this episode, I think we gave some tidbits of news and information. Um uh, <laughs> we we should have a really solid show next week prepping up for that South Alabama game. But guys, before we close it down, so we are, like you said, ten days and some change before the Golden Eagles head to Hancock Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama to take on the South Alabama Jaguars in what we hope will be a game of revenge from what they did to us last year in pretty much every sport. And, um, <laughs> oh man, oh, I didn't even think about that. Every sport. Yeah. I was trying to forget. How, how do you guys feel right now about this game? How do you feel knowing what you know? I know we don't know much about South Alabama. I know they brought in some transfers. Um, but how do you feel about the Golden Eagles at this point of the preseason? I feel great as long as Trey Lowe stays healthy. Uh, I think, I think that I will feel that way the entire season. I think the defense is going to be improved. Uh, I think the offense has playmakers. Um, getting those playmakers the football is a little bit of a concern to me, but right now the way Trey Lowe is playing, um, it's less of a concern. If he goes down, I have, I have you know, <laughs> I, I have some questions. Um, but I, and I guess it's like that for most every team, really. You know, like, hey, if our quarterback stays healthy, I feel good. But um, that's that's kind of where I am with this team. Yeah, I – have been fully engulfed in the gospel of Hall 316. And I don't care what kind of transfers USA has brought in. They ain't ready for what the Golden Eagles are bringing to Mobile next Saturday. Coming for blood, coming out with a W, Golden Eagle football is back. Ooh, and we may be giving away tickets for that South Alabama game too. Stay tuned. We may have a Mm -hmm. ticket giveaway. Yeah, the next few days. So, so keep up with us to the top talk on Twitter, Instagram, and the like. I will say, you know, I think the one and a half point spread is fair at this point, given what we do know. Um, and like any team, injuries are going to be key because let's face it, if we didn't have the players opt out last year or slash get injured before the season that did, we were setting up to have a pretty decent year. We would at least have been in a bowl. I think we lost three games by three points or less. So um, we weren't with three coaches with three different coaches. Exactly. In how many different quarterbacks? (laughs) I'm trying to trying to think. Um, I I, I, I still don't think we lost that latte game. No, I just can't. I just can't let it go. I just I I know that I saw the replays. I get it. I know we're trying to wrap this show up. But, man, you're talking about these close losses. And it was right there in front of us. Where we sit, Jamie and I sit. No, like, it was on the other side of the field, actually. Was it? Yeah, it was on the other side of the field. <laughs> and the problem. Maybe I was just watching it on the jumbo. The problem. Yeah. The problem was Jeremy McLean moved. If he doesn't yeah. move, then you don't see the angle. Uh, you don't see the angle which says guys' feet uh, is in the end zone, and it's and they can't and, overturn it. Yeah. So McLean. Jeremy I still McLean. I don't know how you can overturn it for all the good things that it he's was done. Called, you know, no catch. But anyway, that's uh Jeremy, it's time for another interview to explain yourself. <laughs> to be to be fair, yes, the, the receiver did get both feet in. It was it was the right call, unfortunately. But it was yeah, it was an incredible play by that receiver. But it makes me want to vomit. But that being said, my point was we don't have that attrition in the preseason last year. We probably set up for a better season. Um, we've got a solid squad now. Will we have that squad all year? Probably not. There's going to be some injuries. That's just the nature of the beast. But where those injuries happen and where the depth is, is really going to uh, be crucial as far as the success, the overall success of the season. I think we've still got a, a ways to go and some stuff to prove before I can say, you know, we're can, I think we'll be in the mix. But before I would be like, oh, I think we're definitely contenders in the conference. You know, you kind of want to see how 
these first four games kind of play out heading into uh, conference season. But I do feel better about the direction we're heading. There's definitely an energy there. I feel like we're going to run the hell out of the ball. Like just, I think that it's going to be different. I think we're going to mix it up. But, you know, I was kind of watching that Saints preseason game last night, and they aired it out some. But, you know, I think my understanding is we're going to kind of run a similar scheme. And I'm really curious to see how Frank Gore is able to thrive or any of the other running backs are able to thrive with this type of scheme. With us having fullbacks, we haven't even, talk, oh, we haven't even touched on fullbacks. fullbacks. I mean, that's bana- I, I can't even – I don't even remember. Like, who was the last full – I mean, I know we've played people kind of in the H-back role at times, but – like, do you remember who the last fullback was that we had? I've the, got the only one I can remember was Cole Mason. Remember yeah, him? Cole Mason was yeah, a beast. Cole Mason, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I was just gonna say I've got a, a bet for Bet USA to pull up. Does Driver kill somebody this year on the football <laughs> field? Because I'm thinking he may. It's what him and Cavallo, yeah, are are, are playing kind of that that role. So. God, it looks to me like Driver could do anything that he wants. Like if we put him at defensive end, he would be awesome. If we put him, I would at, like to see it. I mean, I, I mean, snap him the ball, just snap it to him, and sure. say, "I dare you." Short yard situation, <laughs> Wildcat Driver. I'm all about it. Yes, that we're, dude is just—he's just—he's just an absolute beast. And we're optimistic every year in the preseason. I mean, every team you should be optimistic at this point, unless you're like a Falcons fan. Like, um, I, 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 you know, I, I think it is warranted this year. I think the, I think the hype is warranted. How that translates to the final record when the season is over, you know, remains to be seen. I'm sure we'll talk about that next week as far as what we kind of are expecting for the year. But I'm, I kind of see the floor Rains. being. I kind yeah. of see, I kind of see, I see the floor being about seven wins right now. Yeah, I, 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 I tell you what, I tell you, this is how I would define this team with with all that I've read and all that I've talked to people that have, you know, boots on the ground. When you play Southern Miss this year, you're going to know you're in a fight. You know, I, I think we just we had that every now and then these Southern Miss teams, they just they give you that feeling like, you know what? All right. You might be, you know, whatever, um, favored, bigger, ranked, whatever. At the end of the day, you're going to know that you just got punched in the nose. And how, this team has just taken on that identity, and that's that's the Southern Miss way. How big is it to have for, – for it, it really seems like from what we can gather, we don't know. We haven't been at these practices, but what you see on social media, what we've seen talking to the coaches, what we've seen talking to the media that have been there, it really seems like they're buying into what Will Hall is doing. And that hasn't necessarily been the case the past few years. I remember being at that FAU game uh, at FAU two years ago, and it was almost like in that Western Kentucky game, the wind got taken out of the sails and never came back. I mean, they never looked like they were just into the game at um, FAU, and then we played Tulane in Tulane, or however you want to pronounce it. Tulane. We played, <laughs> we played Tulane in the Armed Forces Bowl, and it started strong, but then it's just like they – Gave up, and what a difference! Just somebody buying into the leadership of the program. What a difference that hopefully will make this year. Yeah, I mean, just the players' reactions and what they're saying through social media shows you how how much they've bought in to what's going on and how excited they are and and how close they feel as a team and a family. So, uh, you know. The, the chemistry of all that is hugely important in a successful football season. Uh, we, we know we have talent. Uh, Will Hall's been successful everywhere he's been since he was a short high school quarterback. And the players are bought in, and that chemistry seems to be there. I, uh, unlike Jason, I'm really excited about this season. <laughs> Jason, you just can't have to I deal can't with wait. The, you're going to have to deal with the ribbing. Just, right. Hey, I love it. Bring it. Bump, it's not going to die until the season's over. I'm going to get at least one in every episode. Bring so, what we boy, had, Birthday boy. Well, how excited are you guys to get to see Golden Eagle football again? I mean, 
it almost in some ways it feels like we only got like a sliver of a season last year. It was weird. Even from a distance, it was weird. Uh, I can't imagine how it was being there and, you know, so few people in the stadium. It was roomy. Uh, it was roomy. Yeah. I mean, the, the rock, even, even in our off years has a decent crowd and a good amount of noise. And in our good years, when that place has got a lot of people in it, uh, it, it's hard to beat. It, it gets really loud with those steep walls and, and 30,000 people can, sound like 80,000 ask Aaron Rodgers. Uh, that's a Aaron Rodgers quote. Um, but, uh, Oh man, I'm so excited about the potential for that kind of atmosphere to return because all it takes is a winner to bring the bandwagon fans back on. Mm -hmm. We've got such a good solid core group of fans that are there no matter what. And we just need those bandwagon fans to finish out packing out that stadium because the bandwagon fans are loud, loud when, that place is half full, uh, but that's. I still remember. I still remember. I'm gonna go outside and yell at some clouds after this. But that 2003 game against TCU, which uh, is a lot of people's highlights of of football and life. But the stadium was so loud in that game, you could feel the pressure on your eardrums just vibrating. And that was before the the south end zone was enclosed. So I can't even imagine what a crowd like that with that much energy and excitement uh, would would it, it just we need that again in Golden Eagle land. I thought that the stadium was going to collapse. Yeah, it was insane. I was front row of the student section that night and it was so loud. I've, I've been to games all over the country. I've been to really big, loud stadiums, Auburn, Florida, Tennessee. And, that's the loudest college football game I've ever been to because I mean, it was a from the, from an hour and a half before kickoff, that student section was packed and loud and probably really drunk. And it was <laughs> a whole lot of fun, but I mean, I've never been to a louder game and it, it you know, the, again, that was before the expansion. So our, our stadium barely had 30,000 people, maybe that, that game. And, we can have that atmosphere in Hattiesburg, and uh, I believe that the Will Hall is going to get us back there. It's just uh, it, there's we've talked about this before. There's bad fits and there's good fits, and and you feel that from the get go. And I don't think there could be a better fit than what we've got going on right now. One more thing before we get out of here that I forgot about is uh, we've got a challenge. We've got a challenge, and if you hit up Adam Doliak right now, and you tell him that <laughs> yes. to listen to the, to the top talk. If not him, Muscadine Bloodline, Driving and Crying, whoever else, we got a challenge for you. We got a song for you. This came from, I believe it was 1980 or 81, Napa Auto Parts, USL album. So Eagle gonna, Fever was that the name of it? Eagle Fever was the name of the album. I've got it here. Uh, I believe you can go to the Atlanta Mafia website and they have all the tunes there for your partaking. But we're going to play. Oh, man, what a great right site now. that is. Oh, great site. Great site. Great resource if you want to hear some old Golden Eagle hits. But we need you to cover this song. We need you to play this song in Spirit Park this year. Um, I can send you a file, but I will play it for you guys right now after we close out. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Enjoy this song. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi put you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg. Never venture far away When it comes to playing football Here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi 
Mississippi State. Ask Mississippi State. Call Katie Case Bailey with Dunbar Real Estate for all of your real estate needs. Katie Case Bailey, Realtor Extraordinaire. Something to show, something to list, something to sell. Call today at 601 408 9980. 